This is day 73 of our daily Bible reading. We will be completing 1 Chronicles chapters 23 through 27. Lord Heavenly Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for bringing us here and refreshing us with your mercies and your compassion that is anew every morning. We just thank you, Lord, for loving us and for giving your Son for us and that we can understand the depth of that, Lord, that you raised your Son from the dead, became the firstborn of the new resurrection, and that we are presently resurrected with Christ in the heavenly places. And Wow, such a, a wonderful mystery. What does that mean? And That we can be undivided in our attention toward you, Lord. The world is so full of distractions and things that we put in front of us that block us from thinking about these bigger things and that we can just put those things aside for a bit that our thoughts would be continually towards you as well as the greatness of what you've done for us and the splendor of your majesty lord please bless us today as we read your word in jesus name amen now when david reached old age he made his son solomon king over israel and he gathered together all the leaders of Israel with the priests and the Levites. The Levites were numbered from thirty years old and upward, and their number by census of men was thirty-eight thousand. Of these, twenty-four thousand were to oversee the work of the house of the Lord, and six thousand were officers and judges, and four thousand were gatekeepers and four thousand were praising the Lord with the instruments which David made for giving praise. David divided them into divisions according to the sons of Levi, Gershon, Kohath, and Merari. Of the Gershonites were Ladan and Shimei. The sons of Ladan were Jehiel I, and Zetham, and Joel three. The sons of Shimei were Shelemoth, and Haziel, and Haran, three. These were the heads of the father's households of Ladan. The sons of Shimei were Jahath, Zena, Jush, and Beriah. These four were the sons of Shimei. Jahath was the first, and Ziza the second, but Jush and Beriah did not have many sons, so they became a father's household, one class. The sons of Kohath were four, Amram, Ishar, Hebron, and Uziel. The sons of Amram were Aaron and Moses, and Aaron was set apart to sanctify him as most holy, he and his sons forever, to burn incense before the Lord, to minister to him, and to bless in his name forever. But as for Moses, the man of God, his sons were named among the tribes of Levi. The sons of Moses were Gershom and Eliezer. The sons of Gershom were Shebuel the chief. The son of Eliezer was Rehabiah the chief. And Eliezer had no other sons. But the sons of Rehabiah were very many. The son of Izhar was Shelemith the chief. The sons of Hebron were Jeriah the first, Amariah the second, Jehaziel the third, and Jechamiam the fourth. The sons of Uziel were Micah the first, 
and Ishiah the second. The sons of Merari were Mali and Mushi. The sons of Mali were Eleazar and Kish. Eleazar died and had no sons, but daughters only. So their brothers, the sons of Kish, took them as wives. The sons of Mushi were three, Mali, Eder, and Jeremoth. These were the sons of Levi, according to their father's households, even the heads of the father's households, of those of them who were counted, in the number of names by their census, doing the work for the service of the house of the Lord, from twenty years old and upward. For David said, The Lord God of Israel has given rest to his people, and he dwells in Jerusalem forever. Also, the Levites will no longer need to carry the tabernacle and all its utensils for its service. For by the last words of David, the sons of Levi were numbered from twenty years old and upward. For their office is to assist the sons of Aaron with the service of the house of the Lord, in the courts and in the chambers and in the purifying of all holy things, even the work of service of the house of God, and with the showbread, and with the fine flour for a grain offering, and unleavened wafers, or what is baked in the pan, or what is well mixed, and all measures of volume and size. They are to stand every morning to thank and to praise the Lord, and likewise at evening, and to offer all burnt offerings to the Lord on the Sabbaths, the new moons, and the fixed festivals in the number set by the ordinance concerning them continually before the Lord. Thus they were to keep the charge of the tent of meeting, and charge of the holy place, and charge of the sons of Aaron, their relatives, for the service of the house of the Lord. Now the divisions of the descendants of Aaron were these. The sons of Aaron were Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. But Nadab and Abihu died before their father and had no sons. So Eleazar and Ithamar served as priests. David, with Zadok, and the sons of Eleazar and Ahimelech, of the sons of Ithamar, divided them according to their offices for their ministry. Since more chief men were found from the descendants of Eleazar than the descendants of Ithamar, they divided them thus. There were sixteen heads of fathers' households of the descendants of Eleazar, and eight of the descendants of Ithamar, according to their fathers' households. Thus they were divided by lot, the one as the other, for they were officers of the sanctuary and officers of God, both from the descendants of Eleazar and the descendants of Ithamar. Shemaiah, the son of Nethanel the scribe, from the Levites, recorded them in the presence of the king, the princes, Zadok the priest, Ahimelech the son of Abiathar, and the heads of the father's households of the priests and of the Levites, one father's household taken from Eleazar and one taken for Ithamar. Now the first lot came out for Jehoiarib, the second for Jediah, the third for Harim, the fourth for Seroam, the fifth for Malchijah, the sixth for Mijamin, 
the seventh for Hakas, the eighth for Abijah, the ninth for Jeshua, the tenth for Shechaniah, the eleventh for Eliashib, the twelfth for Jakim, the thirteenth for Hupa, the fourteenth for Jeshabib, the fifteenth for Bilga, the sixteenth for Immer, the seventeenth for Hazir, the eighteenth for Hapazes, the nineteenth for Pethathiah, the twentieth for Jehezkel, the twenty-first for Jakin, the twenty-second for Gamul, the twenty-third for Deliah, the twenty-fourth for Meaziah. These were their offices for their ministry when they came into the house of the Lord according to the ordinance given to them through Aaron their father, just as the Lord God of Israel had commanded him. Now for the rest of the sons of Levi, of the sons of Amram, Shubael, of the sons of Shubael, Jehadiah, of Rehabiah, of the sons of Rehabiah, Ishiah the first, of the Ezrites, Shelemoth, of the sons of Shelemoth, Jahath, the sons of Hebron, Jeriah the first, Amariah the second, Jahaziel the third, Jechamiam the fourth, of the sons of Uziel, Micah, and of the sons of Micah, Shamir, the brother of Micah, Ishiah, of the sons of Ishiah, Zechariah, the sons of Merari, Mali, and Mushi, the sons of Jeaziah, Beno, the sons of Merari, by Jeaziah were Beno, Shoham, Zakur, and Ibri, by Mali, Eleazar, who had no sons, by Kish, the sons of Kish, Jeremiel, the sons of Mushi, Mali, Eder, and Jeremoth. These were the sons of the Levites according to their fathers' households. These also cast lots, just as their relatives, the sons of Aaron, in the presence of David the king. Zadok, Ahimelech, and the heads of the fathers' households of the priest and of the Levites, the head of fathers' households as well as those of his younger brother. Moreover, David and the commanders of the army set apart for the service some of the sons of Asaph and of Heman and of Jedithan, who were to prophesy with lyres, harps, and cymbals. And the number of those who performed their service was of the sons of Asaph, Zakur, Joseph, Nathaniah, and Asherela. The sons of Asaph were under the direction of Asaph, who prophesied under the direction of the king. Of Jedithan, the sons of Jedithan, Gedaliah, Zeri, Jeshiah, Shimei, Hashabiah, and Matatiah. 6. Under the direction of their father Jedithan, with the harp, who prophesied in giving thanks and praising the Lord. Of Haman, the sons of Haman, Bukiah, Mataniah, Uziel, Shebuel, and Jeremoth, Hananiah, Hanani, Eliatha, Gedalti, and Romamti Ezer, Joshbekasha, 
Malathi, Hothir, Mahazioth. All these were the sons of Haman, the king's seer, to exalt him according to the words of God. For God gave fourteen sons and three daughters to Haman. All these were under the direction of their father, to sing in the house of the Lord, with cymbals, harps, and lyres, for the service of the house of God. Asaph, Jeduthun, and Haman were under the direction of the king. Their number, who were trained in singing to the Lord with their relatives, all who were skillful, was 288. They cast lots for their duties, all alike, the small as well as the great, the teacher as well as the pupil. Now the first lot came out for Asaph to Joseph, the second for Gedaliah. He with his relatives and sons were twelve. The third to Zakur, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The fourth to Isri, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The fifth to Nethaniah, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The sixth to Bukiah, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The seventh to Jesharela, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The eighth to Jeshiah, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The ninth to Methaniah, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The tenth to Shimei, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The eleventh to Azarel, his sons and his relatives, twelve. The twelfth to Hashabiah, his sons and his relatives, twelve. For the thirteenth, Shabuiel, his sons and his relatives, twelve. For the fourteenth, Mathatiah, his sons and his relatives, twelve. For the fifteenth, to Jeremoth, his sons and his relatives, twelve. For the sixteenth, to Hananiah, his sons and his relatives, twelve. For the seventeenth, to Joshpekasha, his sons and his relatives, twelve. For the eighteenth, to Hanani, his sons and his relatives, twelve. For the nineteenth to Malathi, his sons and his relatives, twelve. For the twentieth to Eliatha, his sons and his relatives, twelve. For the twenty-first to Hothir, his sons and his relatives, twelve. For the twenty-second to Gedalti, his sons and his relatives, twelve. For the twenty-third to Mahazioth, his sons and his relatives, twelve. For the twenty-fourth to Ramamti Ezer, his sons and his relatives, twelve. For the divisions of the gatekeepers, there were of the Korites, Meshelamiah, the son of Kore, of the sons of Asaph. Meshelamiah had sons, Zechariah the firstborn, Jediel the second, Zebediah the third, Jathniel the fourth, Elam the fifth, Yohanan the sixth, Elehoanai the seventh, Obed-Edom had sons as well, Shemaiah the firstborn, Jehozabad the second, Joah the third, Sakar the fourth, 
Nathanael the fifth, Amiel the sixth, Issachar the seventh, and Peluthai the eighth. God had indeed blessed him. Also to his son Shemaiah, sons were born who ruled over the house of their father, for they were mighty men of valor. The sons of Shemaiah were Othni, Raphael, Obed, and Elzabad, whose brothers, Elihu and Shemekiah, were valiant men. All these were the sons of Obed-Edom. They and their sons and their relatives were able men with strength for the service. Sixty-two from Obed-Edom. Meshelamiah had sons and relatives, eighteen valiant men. Also, Hosea, one of the sons of Merari, had sons. Shimri the first, although he was not the firstborn, his father made him first. Hilkiah the second, Tebaliah the third, Zechariah the fourth. All the sons of relatives of Hosea were thirteen. To these divisions of the gatekeepers, the chief men, were given duties like their relatives to minister in the house of the Lord. They cast lots, the small and the great alike, according to their father's household, for every gate. The lot to the east fell to Shelemiah. Then they cast lots for his son Zechariah, a counselor with insight, and his lot came out to the north. For Obed-Edom it fell to the south, and to his sons went the storehouse. For Shupim and Hosea it was to the west, by the gate of Shalakiah, on the ascending highway. Guard corresponded to guard. On the east there were six Levites, on the north four daily, on the south four daily, and at the storehouse two by two. At the parbor on the west there were four at the highway and two at the parbor. These were the divisions of the gatekeepers of the sons of Korah and of the sons of Merari. The Levites, their relatives, had charge of the treasures of the house of God and of the treasures of the dedicated gifts. The sons of Ladan, the sons of the Gershonites belonging to Ladan, namely the Jehilites, were the heads of the father's households belonging to Ladan the Gershonite. The sons of Jehilai, Zetham, and Joel, his brother, had charge of the treasures of the house of the Lord. As for the Amramites, the Ezerites, the Hebronites, and the Uzielites, Shebuel, the son of Gershom, the son of Moses, was officer over the treasures. His relatives by Eliezer were Rehabiah his son, Jeshiah his son, Joram his son, Zikri his son, and Shelemoth his son. This Shelemoth and his relatives had charge of all the treasures of the dedicated gifts which King David and the heads of the father's households, the commanders of thousands and hundreds, and the commanders of the army, had dedicated. They dedicated part of the spoil won in battles to repair the house of the Lord. And all that Samuel the seer had dedicated, and Saul the son of Kish, Abner the son of Ner, and Joab the son of Zeruiah, everyone who had dedicated anything, 
all of this was in the care of Shelomoth and his relatives. As for the Israelites, Chenaniah and his sons were assigned to outside duties for Israel as officers and judges. As for the Hebronites, Hashabiah and his relatives, 1,700 capable men, had charge of the affairs of Israel west of the Jordan for all the work of the Lord and the service of the king. As for the Hebronites, Jerijah the chief, these Hebronites were investigated according to the genealogies and fathers' households in the fortieth year of David's reign, and men of outstanding capability were found among them at Jazer of Gilead. And his relatives, capable men, were 2,700 in number, heads of fathers' households. And King David made them overseers of the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of the Manassites concerning all the affairs of God and of the king. Now this is the enumeration of the sons of Israel, the heads of fathers' households, the commanders of thousands and of hundreds, and their officers who served the king in all the affairs of the divisions which came in and went out month by month throughout all the months of the year, each division numbering 24,000. Jashobiam, the son of Zabdiel, had charge of the first division for the first month, and in his division were 24,000. He was from the sons of Perez, and was chief of all the commanders of the army for the first month. Dodai the Ahohite and his division had charge of the division for the second month, Mikloth being the chief officer, and his division was 24,000. The third commander of the army for the third month was Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada the priest, as chief, and in his division were 24,000. This Benaiah was one of the mighty men of the thirty, and he had charge of thirty, and over his division was Amizabad his son. The fourth for the fourth month was Asahel the brother of Joab, and Zebediah his son after him, and in his division were twenty-four thousand. The fifth for the fifth month was the commander Shamhuth the Israelite, and in his division were twenty-four thousand. The sixth for the sixth month was Ira, the son of Ikesh the Tekoite, and in his division were twenty-four thousand. The seventh for the seventh month was Helez, the Pelonite, of the sons of Ephraim, and in his division were twenty-four thousand. The eighth for the eighth month was Sibachai, the Hushathite, of the Zerahites, and in his division were twenty-four thousand. The ninth for the ninth month was Abiezer, the Anathathite, of the Benjamites, and in his division were 24,000. The tenth for the tenth month was Maharai, the Netophathite of the Zerahites, and in his division were 24,000. The eleventh for the eleventh month was Benaiah, the Pirathonite of the sons of Ephraim, and in his division were 24,000. 
The twelfth for the twelfth month was Heldai, the Netophathite of Othniel. And in his division were 24,000. Now, in charge of the tribes of Israel, chief officer for the Reubenites was Eliezer, the son of Zikri. For the Simeonites, Shephatiah, of the son of Maacah. For Levi, Hashabiah, the son of Kemuel. For Aaron, Zadok. For Judah, Elihu, one of David's brothers. For Issachar, Omri, the son of Michael. For Zebulun, Ishmaiah, the son of Obadiah. For Naphtali, Jeremoth, the son of Azrael. For the sons of Ephraim, Hoshea, the son of Azaziah. For the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joel, the son of Pediah. For the half-tribe of Manasseh in Gilead, Edo, the son of Zechariah. For Benjamin, Jaesiel, the son of Abner. For Dan, Azarel, the son of Jeroam. These were the princes of the tribes of Israel. But David did not count those twenty years of age and under, because the Lord had said he would multiply Israel as the stars of heaven. Joab, the son of Zeruiah, had begun to count them, but did not finish. And because of this, wrath came upon Israel, and the number was not included in the account of the chronicles of King David. Now Asmaveth, the son of Adiel, had charge of the king's storehouses. And Jonathan, the son of Uzziah, had charge of the storehouses in the country, in the cities, in the villages, and in the towers. Ezri, the son of Chalub, had charge of the agricultural workers who tilled the soil. Shimei, the Ramathite, had charge of the vineyards. And Zabdi, the Shiphamite, had charge of the produce of the vineyards stored in the wine cellars. Baal-Hanan, the Gedarite, had charge of the olive and sycamore trees in the Shephelah. And Joash had charge of the stores of oil. Shitri, the Sharonite, had charge of the cattle, which were grazing in Sharon. And Shaphat, the son of Adlai, had charge of the cattle in the valleys. Obil, the Ishmaelite, had charge of the camels. And Judea, the Moronathite, had charge of the donkeys. Jaziz, the Hagrite, had charge of the flocks. All these were overseers of the property which belonged to King David. Also Jonathan, David's uncle, was a counselor, a man of understanding, and a scribe. And Jehiel, the son of Hakmani, tutored the king's sons. Ahithophel was counselor to the king, and Hushai, the archite, was the king's friend. Jehoiada, the son of Benaiah, and Abiathar succeeded Ahithophel, and Joab was commander of the king's army. Okay, there's really not much to talk about today, so just some brief things that I noticed as we were reading. So when we come to chapter 23 and we look at the new requirement for the Levites, 
since the Levites no longer had to do some of their responsibilities because of the fact that the tabernacle was no longer traveling, right? They didn't, there was no one responsible for taking the tent down anymore. No one was going to be responsible for moving all the furniture, all the utensils, all that. So those responsibilities were dissolved because the temple was going to stay put and it was going to be a permanent settlement. So we see David reorganizing the responsibilities of the Levites into different groups. And they did this by lots, which to do it by lot was kind of like a way of getting God's divine inspiration in what direction he wanted David to go in. So this isn't just like rolling dice and wherever it lands. This was more of a divining of what God's will was. So just to be clear on that. But I also noticed, it's a very small detail, but he lowered the age for the Levites to begin work because it used to be a, a higher number in the law of Moses. But now, because he knew that the temple was a lot bigger than the tabernacle and that there was always going to be a need for more manpower continually, not just as needed, that he lowered the age of service to be 20 instead of what it used to be which was 30, I believe. So we just see this difference here that David made some, some better logistics for running the temple. So we see all these musicians get chosen by lot. The gatekeepers are chosen by lot. Who's in charge of guarding storehouses are chosen by lot. And who the officers and the judges are for the different areas of the kingdom. And then we go into chapter 27, which talks about the military, and that there were 12 divisions or companies of soldiers, and each division of soldiers had 24,000 soldiers in it. Each of these men that were mentioned at the very beginning who were in charge of each division were basically the generals. They were the general of each division. And what's a thing to note here is that eight out of the 12 generals belong to the tribe of Judah, which I thought was very interesting. And then the only other thing it really mentioned was halfway through chapter 27, it mentioned the census again at verse 23. But David did not count those 20 years of age and under because the Lord had said, he would multiply Israel as the stars of heaven. Joab, the son of Zeruiah, had begun to count them, but did not finish. And because of this, wrath came upon Israel. And the number was not included in the account of the chronicles of King David. So we saw this twice now, right? At first, we saw that David was the one to said, let's go number the people. But then we saw later that it was Satan who put that idea in his head. And David ran with it, and Joab reluctantly obeyed his command. And we saw that out of spite and out of disgust for what David did, he didn't fin he purposely did not finish the job. By and it mentioned that he didn't number the Levites and he didn't number the people of Benjamin. That's kind of what it was talking about here, is that um 
it's not necessarily to be understood that because Joab did not finish the census, that's why God was angry. He was God was angry because they did the census at all. And the reason why it was such a, an offense to God, as it mentions here, is that this showed a lack of faith in God's power to protect his kingdom. Because like we saw in the census, he only counted the men who were able to fight, the men who were able to join the military and be available for combat. We saw 1.1 million people, right? So that's not including women. That's not including children. That's not including older men. That's just including the military men. And it just gives the impression that there was a lack of faith in God's ability to protect Israel. And so, and not only that, but also that look of pride, like, well, look how many people are, are subject to me. And that is why God was upset. It would have showed a doubt to God's promise that he made in Genesis chapter 22. Because that's where he promised the number of Abraham's descendants would be more than the stars of heaven. So to number the people would have displayed doubt in God's promise, and that lack of faith is why God was upset. So you see that in Jesus' time as well, when he is talking to the people, and he tells them things, and then he ends it with, you of little faith which this idea of having little faith is not a new concept. God has been the same this whole time, just like it also says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, to mean that he is, an, he is immutable, he is not changeable, his standards have always been the same, and his nature is the same. So he sees a lack of faith as an offense to him. And we that is why... Jesus had so much trouble when he was on earth, not that he could not do it, let me be clear, but he allowed himself to not perform certain miracles and works in the lives of people around him because of their lack of faith. And so we do not want to approach the throne of grace with a lack of faith. Faith is one of the most important weapons and tools we have in our arsenal. Because let's take it for what it is. The Bible is very hard to accept sometimes because it has concepts in here that are very different from what we see today. And to take some of it literally is a stretch because we've never seen anything like it before. But we have to. We have to take it for what it is. If we doubt what the Word of God says, why believe any of it? right? If one thing is wrong in the Bible, then any of it can be wrong. So we don't want to doubt the Word of God, but some of it will require faith to trust God through this process. Can the Bible be understood logically? To some degree, yes. But this is not a book of logic. This is a spiritual book. And that is why I've asked this before, how is it that people who are not saved, even atheists, they can read this Bible from beginning to end as they claim? I read it from cover to cover. 
and yet you're not changed by it. It's because the Holy Spirit did not use that to save you. The gospel was presented to you, and perhaps it will take effect over time. God's timing is mysterious. But we understand that the Holy Spirit is the teacher. Me, I'm a guide. Your pastor, he's a guide. Your Sunday school teacher, he's a guide. He's not the master teacher. We are just pointing to the teacher in the Bible, and he does the work. It's just like when you share the gospel with somebody. You don't have the ability to save someone, but through your words, at times when it is appropriate, the Holy Spirit will take over and give you the words to say, and when he gives you those words, those are the words of life. So it's not your education, it's not how knowledgeable you are, how much time you spend in the Bible that saves people, because you have no power to save anyone. You can't even save yourself. But it's through us that God saves people. So the Holy Spirit is the one that does that, not us. So let's have faith in everything that the Word of God says, even the stuff that's hard to understand, because it's there for a reason. And as Paul said in the New Testament, all of this was written for our instruction. We were to learn from this. So, take the Bible at face value, please. And that's all I have for today. Thank you for listening. I'm Ryan, and we'll see you next time. Take care, and God bless you.